the gap is only going to be bridged when everything is seamless and you don't even know you're using NFTs. I mean, it's simple as that. You've got to be able to, people don't even want to know they have a wallet. People don't want to know they're using NFTs. They want to use digital assets. And as soon as we stop using the lingo and calling them NFTs and start just calling them assets or digital collectibles or some other term we decide to make up, that's when will successfully when people just don't know they're using them i mean that's it it's all about user experience you said the social media experiment experiment and experience like that stuff was easy to use because it was easy to use it was easy to sign up it was easy the user experience was super simple add a picture add a profile and you were alive i mean it was really really quick here it's not there's a crazy amount of friction to register to, you have to learn how to use a wallet. You have to use, learn how to use crypto. What is crypto even? You have to learn how to use, like, what are NFTs? Like, then you have to actually fund a, like, a freaking marketplace that then sends your money to your wallet. And then you got to, like, figure out, like, what to click, where not, what not to click security wise. You then have to, like, connect to marketplaces. Which marketplace do you want to use? Do you want to pay royalties, not pay royalties? Like there's just, there's just so many things you have to learn. The ramp is so fucking steep that it's only going to get us early adopters and losers. And I'm just kidding. We're not losers, but it's just going to, it's going to be, it's just so hard to onboard people. And then there's another one where there's like this, this other piece where you kind of have to be part of NFT Twitter to be successful at this stuff. If you're, if you're doing this by yourself or in a vacuum, like, yeah, we're in an echo chamber, but at least people here are like educated enough to help you through things that you don't get. And if you're not on Twitter, I mean, that was the big hang up for my lame family. They were like, Oh, I have to go on Twitter. Forget it. That's the deal breaker. And I was like, what? So wait, wallet and crypto and all this other stuff isn't a deal breaker, but, but Twitter is. And yeah, so there's just too many, there's too many levels to this. And as soon as you level out the levels where it's just one level and it's like, click, sign up, and that's when everybody will adopt it. Yo, yo. Yeah, I just, uh, I, I agree with you, Lucas, um, but I wanted to throw a question at you real quick. Um, you know, I, I agree that, you know, mass onboarding is going to, is going to take, you know, people using NFTs without them even realizing they're using NFTs. Um, but I think where I see an issue is like, you know, what's what's the biggest issue right now? Like you see it every day, like, uh, you know, somebody clicks a bad link or like, uh, you know, gets drained because uh, they signed some transaction. Like, how do you think we're going to how do we get there um, and still keep like the spirit of decentralization? Um you know, where everybody has custody of their own assets. Like, let's say like we get to the point where like your car title is an NFT and it's in a wallet, right? Like how do we, how do we get, how do we get by that where people just aren't getting fucked left and right? Yeah. It's the same as like, I hate saying web two and web three right now. It's like just wicked annoying. It's just like blockchain and NFTs. Like it's just blockchain. So, but it's the internet. So, I mean, we've already figured it out. Like, I mean, I have an Apple wallet on my phone and I have like ticket stubs in there right now. I have my credit cards in there, like digitally, they're all digital. Like these are all, I mean, we've been using digital money 
since credit cards came out, right? Credit is actually digital money. We've just been using it and we think it's like, because we have this this uh, real item, like a credit card, all of a sudden we have like this tangible thing we can look, feel, touch, you know what I mean? Like used to, you know, um, used to like scrape your window in the winter if you really need to and still buy, you know, buy stuff with it. Um, uh, it's It's interesting because it's like, we've already solved this problem. Like we're just now resolving it for like this, this blockchain thing, which is basically just proof that you own it and it came from a certain source, right? At the end of the day, NFTs are you own proof, you own something and proof it came from the source you, you own it from. And that's it. I mean, what else is it? And do you think, do you foresee like there being some sort of like layer two involved where like, you know, obviously if your house is an NFT or like, you know, uh, finances or an NFT, like everything, you know, the blockchain is, is a public ledger. Do you see like some sort of layer two functionality where like, uh, you know, privacy is involved? A hundred percent. Yeah. I, know, I mean, like, I wouldn't want, do you want your car title? Cause right now your car title is yours. It's like safe in your custody. Um, I think because there's going to be so, it's going to take so long for like EMV to like accept digital. I mean, think about this. The DMV still does like hard copies title. You have to go into the DMV and I mean, they, we could have digitized titles two decades ago, like at least, at least 17 years ago, we could have, we could have digitized like everything if we wanted to. The problem is like, how do we harden digitization against like some catastrophe where you know if all of our stuff is stored digitally rather than print no print backups right all of a sudden let's just say like some kind of electromagnetic pulse happens and everything gets wiped out how do we you know all of our hard drives everything like that's connected or wiped out there's got to be i mean obviously there's hardened systems against this but none of it's like completely foolproof so like if there's a, and I think we've already solved this problem too, like seven years ago, we solved that problem as well. So it's like, there is a way to do this. It's just that like we're overcomplicating it, to be honest with you, with, with blockchain a little bit. So I think not everything can be solved with blockchain, but what it does is just proves again, your ownership and it proves where it came from. So the DMV can give you something like, on chain with a privacy layer for sure privacy layer because you can't really do this without that like medical records should be on chain but with a hipaa compliant privacy layer and then all of a sudden all of our documents that actually need to have like authentication of like hey i went to the doctor because it's not it's not replaceable data right like you go to the doctor on tuesday let's just say at 301 p.m like that's never going to happen again so that is super unique and perfect for like an NFT, right? Because that is never going to happen again. That that date and time is never going to happen. So again, that kind of stuff should be stored on chain behind the privacy privacy layer. So should your deed to your house, the title to your car, like all these things can be stored in like your your Apple Wallet, like right now too, and uh, maybe not your your driver's license. Of course, can't do that one yet, which I'm surprised about, but. Like, again, this is all just tech that's already already out there. Now, what does blockchain do? So here's here's where I see blockchain coming in handy is just proof of ownership and proof of where it came from. 
So blockchain can, can be used even in the Apple wallet. I bet you they're working on it right now. They're not going to tell anybody until one day there's going to be like, oh, P.S., like all your shit in your wallets, NFTs. Did you know that? Oh, you didn't know that? Well, you know, you guys all been using NFTs for the last 12 or 24 months. And now there's, see that little corner? Like look at the bottom right-hand corner of your ticket stub. See that? You click on it and all of a sudden it shows proof of ownership. And you're like, wow, look, it came from here and, and, and I own it. And look, I, I can push this other button that I didn't know about. And I can sell this ticket this digital ticket that I got on a secondary market that's controlled by Apple and you can go on there and resell your ticket or whatever the case may be. So it's like it, they're going to build it and convert our ticket stubs probably on cha- to on-chain stuff that like maybe, maybe not the old ticket stubs, but like moving forward kind of stuff. As soon as you buy a ticket, it'll because the gas fees or I, I don't know what I'm calling these, but the transaction fees, are so low on some of these layer twos that they'll just be like, hey, you know what, here's this ticket and let's store the proof of ownership and proof of where it came from on chain and then just stick it in his Apple wallet. I mean, I mean, think about this. Why wouldn't we have also our vaccine, you know, cards stored on chain? Like talk about like not being able to like, not being able to find out whether like, whether why are we thumb why are we thumb some things down so we could actually guarantee there's like nobody faking like documentation because there's a lot of people that could fake that shit and i'm not i'm not saying that hey you know i'm i'm not making a political statement that everybody should be vaccinated here i'm just saying like if you're going to have a vaccine card might as well put it on chain just to prove that it's real right and uh just like anything else you want to prove something that's real this is going to get rid of like ticket scalping and all sorts or ticket fraud and all sorts of stuff where you buy tickets off of Craigslist. Cause you want to go see, especially cause Mary Beth loves her Dave Matthews band. She's a big fan. She doesn't want to buy fake Dave Matthews band tickets again. She's already done it twice in the past. She doesn't want to do it again. So she's going to want to buy like real ones this time. Cause she's a real, you know, she's a real Dave Matthews band fan. Anyway. Red Kev. Oh, go ahead, Ani. You're here. Yay. Yeah, I know. Magically solved everything. Um, just a quick question. Like, if, if we did decide to do that, right, um, what happens if somebody right-click saves your deed or whatever it is that we're going to put on the blockchain? What happens then? And how do you protect against that? And then I'll, we'll go to right, oh, right after. That's ridiculously simple. That's, the, that's literally the problem blockchain solves. Like, all you do – I mean, you can right-click save – anything but the proof of ownership like shows inside of your wallet that you own that no one you could take a screenshot of basically anything i could take a screenshot of mary beth's driver's license that doesn't mean i have mary beth's driver's license you know what i mean like you have to actually really have it and show the proof that it came from the dmv it's in your digital wallet and there's no way you can fake that proof and that's the beautiful part about blockchain that's the thing that i see as the most valuable asset that blockchain has is that proof is proof that it's real and that you own it. 